What's the nature of your emergency? Police, fire, military, and families, and to everybody who is listening in on the Tactical Living Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Walton. My heart is filled with so much gratitude this morning because I have a brother who he's so charming, he's so handsome, he sings, he plays the guitar, he he's all things good. He's the kind of man where you look at him and all the women want to be with him. And um, we we felt like we lost him when we lost my mom. And for the past few months, he's resurfaced and he's living with my kid brother who's living next door to my dad. And I get to bake his birthday cake today to celebrate his birthday tomorrow. I just wanted to share that story of gratitude in hopes that it will inspire you as you're listening to this to think of what you are grateful for today. And I have Zana Wolfgang on with us this morning. And Zana, thank you so, so much for waiting as long as you did to come on our show. I'm excited to um, hear your story, have you share your story, but also to be able to kind of give some exposure to what you and your husband are doing. So thank you so much for coming on. Yes. And speaking of grateful, I'm just so grateful to be here. And um, that actually kind of choked me up hearing you kind of say you were estranged from your brother, but you found your way back. That's really awesome. Yeah. Thank you. Good morning, everybody. And we have some cool giveaways. So I have a JLab Go GoPro Air Pop wireless earbud, and I'm going to let you choose between the colors of pink, red, and black. I think you should choose pink and give it to your Valentine personally. And Zana also has a giveaway, so whoever comments the most within 24 hours, I will send you the earbuds. And Zana, if you can show off your yeah. giveaway, please. we've just got a cool. I got to get the camera. Honor the Brave hat. Um, on the back it says Honor the Brave, and oh, what that is is just truly about honoring those who serve. And uh, there's a lot of heart behind what we do, and that is. One representation of it. Thank you. That is awesome. So go ahead and, and post your questions here as Zana is telling her story. And if you don't mind, if you can just kind of um, give us a little bit of background as to why why we're meeting today. Yeah. Again, I'm so grateful to be here. So the background is nutshell version, and it's a really long story, but I met my husband in high school. We have been together since we were 15 and 16 years old. And I think that's a fun fact because it's kind of unique. Um, and I like to say I got to see the boy I fell in love with become the man he was meant to be finding his calling in law enforcement. Um, he truly loved what he did. Um, unfortunately, he was injured in the line of duty that and it ended his career. And so that was a super dark season for him, for us. And, you know, uh, I'm just here today to tell you good things can come from what feel like sometimes the worst things that could happen. And so Honor the Brave is one of the things that was born in the aftermath of Jeff losing his career, his calling. And um, that season definitely shook him, shook us, our marriage, everything to the core. And here we are years later and we get to impact and to be in relationship with our first responder and military family in a different capacity now um, through Honor the Brave and um, I just, my message today is there's always a silver lining and we have a saying in our house called, so what now what, that has been really impactful because life happens, shit happens, hard things you get dealt and it's out of your control. Um, but what we do with it is our now what. So, so what now what, it happens, now what are we gonna do? That is fantastic. I really appreciate you you sharing that. And um, just for the sake of knowing that there are people in this group who have similar stories who will be able to relate 
if you don't mind maybe going into what happened with with Jeff and why yeah. he's no longer working in the capacity as a police officer. Yeah, absolutely. He was an officer in the city of Sunnyvale in the Bay Area, um, which is actually a public safety department. They do fire and police. He spent his career on the law enforcement side primarily. And um, I will never forget the night Jeff had called me. He actually wasn't feeling well. And so he called and we were chatting. He's like, oh, I'm going to do a few stops and just kind of lay low, get through the night. Well, he hung up and, and made a stop. Um, ended up being a stolen vehicle. Um, unfortunately, dispatch didn't see that it was stolen. And so they kind of um, gave him the wrong information. Otherwise, he may have waited to approach till he had backup. That said, that's not what happened. He approached. Um, guy didn't want to go back to prison, reached for his gun, couldn't get it from under his seat and was scrambling and just looked at him and said, I'm going to kill you, MFR, and gunned it. And Jeff backpedaled to get out of the way and got hit. Um, really disintegrated his back, went through multiple surgeries, tried like hell to be back. He he gimped through a lot to be back out on the street, but eventually when they fused his back, there was just no getting back out there. And um, so the city chose to retire him at that point. And, and that was the beginning of a whole new chapter. And like I said, it was a really dark chapter because he lost, he lost his purpose. And, you know, that's so key in life, I feel like. And so, um, walking through it, working through it, getting the help and the resources he needed, we needed. Um, I would say the physical part was probably his least challenging part, though he still deals with ailments of that. Um, it was the mental emotional part that was the most challenging for him. And I'm sure many people can relate. And for me as the spouse, not being able to do anything to make it all okay, you know? Um, so that said, um, I encouraged him to figure out something else he could be passionate about. Um, I had a background in real estate, and so I encouraged him to join me, to which he was like, oh, bleepity bleep, no. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, well, I totally get it. Um, but what if we could figure out a way to focus on your people, your family, and get back? And so that's how Honor the Brave was born. And it gave a new purpose. And now we get to make a ripple effect. And honestly, he's moved on with new opportunities and he's a part of Honor the Brave, but I run the day to day and he has had new opportunities and just so many good things. We moved our family to Montana, um, which is certainly a silver lining for us. You know, Do not go on Zana's Facebook page, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> yes, I might have a funny farm. And it, um, it's, you know, it's life is ever evolving, right? And so what I've learned through all of it is to embrace the uncertainty. And um, I'm super passionate about dream a dream and make it reality. Like, I think we all get so stuck, feeling stuck, like, well, we have to do this and we're stuck with this and we can't move to Montana. Um, why not? Why can't you? And I think that part of our journey of being so broken made us realize life is short and pick your perfect canvas, make it happen, you know, get out of your own way. And so there's so many blessings that came from what felt like the worst possible scenario at the time. Yeah, that is such an inspirational story. And the the thing that we try to shed light on a lot are those unspoken stories like Jeff had. And I know that from reading a little bit about um, the background of the two of you, he came from a law enforcement family. So from having that and having it instilled um, for so many years as he was growing up, I'm wondering what that initial transition was like for, for the both of you and maybe how you guys overcame that. Yeah, it 
was so hard because like I said, he truly found his calling in law enforcement. He took so much pride in making a difference and just having a conversation with someone he was arresting is, you know, making people feel like they mattered even when they're at their low, especially when they were at their lowest moments. And so when that was taken away, specifically not on his terms, he was mad at the world. And he was in a hospital bed in our living room for a few months because he couldn't walk the stairs and watching the news, listening to the scanner of all his buddies going on calls. And it was just a super dark spiral. Um, and that spiral continued for a couple of years after retirement, honestly. And he finally hit a rock bottom and decided he needed help and um and sought sought help and um for him that happened to be a super intensive weekend of doing some inward work that made him realize and i i can't totally speak for him that's his story but his story is a part of my story um that weekend he realized he had become um, a victim right and yeah sure he was a victim of circumstances we all are going to find ourselves a victim of circumstances. Um, but when we remain in that space of victim, we're giving up our power to whatever made us a victim in the first place. And so he kind of had that really click with him. And that's where so what now what in our life came from. It's like, yeah, I was a victim of this. So what? Now what am I going to do about it? And it really allowed him to take his power back. And um, it allowed both of us to take our power back because, um, you know, we, we were at a moment in our marriage at that point where I, I had even given up and I, I thought the only way for everything to be okay was for us to get through it all together. And I had finally, it actually makes me emotional to talk about it, but um, I finally accepted that we may not get through it together. I just needed him to be okay um, for himself, for our kids. I mean, he had been my best friend since we were 15. Um, so um, I, even myself, I found, you know, as speaking to spouses who may be engaged here, I found out a lot about my own strength through that journey as well. And also that you can't help someone who doesn't want to help themselves. It's something we have to choose for ourselves. And so, um, that said, we both did a lot of learning, a lot of growing, a lot of self-reflection. I think it's so easy to look out and point the fingers in any circumstances, whether it's losing your career, whether it's in your relationship. And I think our power lies in looking in and what we can be doing better. And if we're not happy with something in our life, what, what can we do to make it better? Because that is solely the only thing we have control over. And so both of us harnessing that um, was such a blessing. And, you know, our kids watched us walk through it too. And, um, we didn't sugarcoat it. And I'm so grateful for that because they're now 18 and 20 and amazing young men, but they know like, it's not if life is going to be hard, it's when, you know, we're all going to walk through hard. And I don't even like to say the bad, it's the hard, right. And walking through that hard, um, you find out what you're made of. If you choose to, you can stay there, you can wallow. And, and we all, he could have every right to be wallowing in that forever if he wanted to, but what good does that do him? And what good would it do me to wallow in what was unraveling in my life? Nothing. Yeah. Very inspiring. Yeah, you're, you're absolutely right. And Zen, I really appreciate your vulnerability and it makes me so proud as a woman to see another woman who, who did 
what she needed to do to get through such a hard time, not only for herself, but your heart was literally pouring all over your family, especially for your husband. So that, that's a really beautiful thing to see. And I'm, I'm wondering, well, I have two questions. Number one, what, what did Jeff do during that transition period of like, okay, I can't, I can't stay stuck like this. What were the tactical things that he did or that you guys did together in order to pull out of that? Yeah, absolutely. Well, again, mental, emotional help, right? In many capacities. But about a year after his surgery, um, not quite a year after his his final surgery, I should say, the full fusion of his entire lower back and now his neck. Um, if you were to look at him today, you would never know. Like, I know I live with him. I know his ailments. But if you look at him, he's super smoking hot, <laughs> physically just super fit. And he that didn't come easy. Right. Um, he hired a trainer um, and to really rebuild himself from the inside out. Um, so <clears throat> obviously he had and will forever have back issues. Um but he, he couldn't tie his own shoes almost a year later. Like it hurt to bend down and tie his own shoes. And a lot of people would have been very justified to sit on the couch. He had a medical retirement at that point um, and be miserable. But he decided, okay, like this is not working for me. So he hired a trainer who actually trained like pro athletes in, in our town that we lived in at the time in California. And they started working together day in and day out and um, helped him build his core from the inside out to really support his back and stretch. And it was amazing to see him do what, I mean, the city retired him because they said he could never do the job again. And he was like, it was so great for him to walk back into the department, you know, a year and a half later and be like, yeah, look at me. I could be here right now, but you know, I'm not because you didn't believe I could get here, but here I am. And so he really took his power back physically, which also helped with the mental, emotional stuff in addition to other resources. So um, it takes like a lot of strength and a lot of support to do that in a year and a half. Yeah, his mental will is phenomenal to me. Always has been. The guy, like, as kids, you know, we could go to Cold Stone and he would choose not to have it. I'm like, how can you sit here and watch me eat this and not have it? <laughs> um, so he's got a lot of mental strength, but he was broken. But he did eventually take that power back. And, you know, that wasn't something the city or anyone paid for. It was expensive. And we chose to invest in him for him to take his power back. And I think sometimes... We have to get over the dollars and and do what we have to do to heal. Yeah, for sure. Um, whatever happened to the suspect? Oh, yeah, it's California. Um, so, I live in California, so. Yeah, I know. He's back out on the street. It was, you know, three strikes was still a thing. I don't even know. Is that even a thing there anymore? But um, it doesn't matter anymore. You can right. do whatever you want here. So he at the time, you know, so-called three strikes were there. It should have been a third strike. The guy had a rap sheet from like this thick, super violent dude. And um, he was literally back out on the street because it was, what is it? The SB, something had just passed where they were basically going to county jail instead of hmm. um, the prison. And he knows this inside and out. I don't know it as well. That said, they had loopholes. They took the strike off the table um, and he was literally back out on the street and rearrested before Jeff had his final surgery. So Ugh, I'm that, sure he's that, back out again. That disgusts me. So t tell me about Honor the Brave then. What do you guys do with Honor the Brave? 
Yes. Um, so honor the brave. So as I mentioned, I had a background in real estate and we were honestly just scrambling to work with the skill set that we had post his retirement for our what was next, our now what. And so as we discussed, you know, maybe him joining me in real estate. And like I said, he was like, I used to real emergencies, <laughs> not your kind of emergencies. And I totally appreciated that. Um, but we decided, you know, none of you trust anyone, but maybe you can trust each other and we can build something special to give back. And so it began super local at the time we were still in California and anytime a first responder or military current or previously, um, we're going to buy or sell a home and we worked with them as a realtor. We provided what we call brave benefits. Um, and what that looks like is 10% of the commission goes back to our first responders or military as a thank you for your service. Um, and then in addition to that, we donate another 5% of the total commission to a charity that you guys choose um, that impacts first responders or veterans. And our hope with both parts of that is to create an experience of appreciation for you, but also a ripple effect with that charity donation, um, you know, impacting more lives of our first responders and military. And then we have an active duty Marine who builds us these beautiful handmade wooden flags that we ship to our realtor partner to present to them at closing um, that says, thank you for your service with gratitude, honor the brave, and then our partner name. So like I said, it began local. We're now nationwide um, after moving to Montana, which is another blessing, right? We thought bigger than we ever would have thought. We realized people like us are moving everywhere. How can we make this impact greater? And so we were able to do that through amazing partnerships with realtors that we vet across the country that share that passion for serving those who serve. And um, a really good way to vet them is that they're willing up to give up a part of their commission in addition to other things. I've become a really good stalker. So before <laughs> I even reach out to a realtor, I kind of have an idea of you know their passion for those who serve. Um, so that's, yeah, that's what we do now. Um, or like I said, I primarily run that now. Jeff helps me, you know, here and there. He's the pretty face when we go to events and the heart behind what inspired it. But we've added some other layers of things and he's running that. And again, just things have blossomed and there's been so many blessings. So if you find yourself in a stuck, frozen, awful place right now, just know um, to keep walking through that hard because so many good things can come if you keep walking. This is so cool. And uh, I'm going to correct you because there's definitely two pretty faces walking into those events. And so basically, no matter where anybody is nationwide, if they're looking to buy a house or to sell a house and they're kind of in our sphere of influence, right, in, in this realm, they're able to contact you and then um, kind of do it in a way that any of us would want to do it. Right. This is the way that we would want and encourage people to be able to to kind of navigate through the, those big financial decisions. Absolutely. And you know, it's bigger than real estate. That's just the tool we had. Um, but it's, we just want to be a resource for as many things as possible. So if you go to our website, you can find different businesses that are just pro law enforcement, pro first responder, military that might have different benefits. Um, so again, just reach out if there's anything that we can support you in. And again, the charities are so great. I was so jaded kind of of the ugliness towards law enforcement. And I'm reminded now every day how many people more more people do than don't love our law enforcement. It's just not what we see and feel on the news and sometimes on the street when you're dealing with the ugly, but. Yeah, I have a pretty face. And then someone says, mm, I can't see who wrote those, but I, I have a guess who who did. Um, be nice to each other this morning. I know it's early, AB 109, that was the, the assembly. Uh, AB 109, thank you. Yeah, I should so know this. 
Uh, the website then is honorthebrave.com. And before we wrap this up, is there anything that I should have asked you that I didn't? Um, I I think you kind of asked everything. And she said, I have, you know, the funny farm, which is a big part of my heart, something that's evolved. So I think we need a little more to make people smile. So check it out. I have Thrive Farm Co. is what it is. Go to Instagram, follow it. And we have Highland cows, alpacas, pigs, goats, chickens, ducks. And I share our daily shenanigans there. So check it out if you need something just to brighten your day a little bit. Yeah, and your your everything you're posting, your photos and your videos, these cows are the kind that because I, I use AI a lot, that you would swear that these were AI generated. They're just the most perfect, beautiful cow. That's why I had to completely click off of your page because that's you're gonna think you're, you're gonna think you need one. <laughs> I know I already do. Well, Zana, thank you so much for joining us. If you guys have any questions, make sure to drop them down below. Whoever comments the most in 24 hours, I will go ahead and send you over your earbuds. And then Zana will go ahead and send you over her incredible hat. So thank you all for joining us this morning. And Zana, I'm, I'm excited because I know that you guys have more to come. And I'll certainly love to have you come back onto our show. So thank you. Absolutely. And thank you all so much for your time this morning.